48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. Hong Kong's COVID-19 outbreak continues to grow. With 38 more cases and an expert warning, it's spreading even faster. The spike in cases raises fears about the book fair in three days' time, with some exhibitors threatening to pull out. And organizers at the weekend primary say more than 580,000 people took part. The number of COVID-19 cases is continuing to surge, with Hong Kong confirming 38 new infections. Among them, 30 patients contracted the disease locally, and authorities can't figure out the source of infection for 13 of them. A further 20 more have also tested positive for the virus in initial tests, though these have yet to be confirmed. Dr. Chuan Shukwan from the Center for Health Protection says anyone with symptoms needs to take the initiative to get tested as soon as possible. If uh, any of the residents, especially those living in the East Kowloon region, if they develop any symptoms, please go to see doctors as soon as possible and ask for tests. This is more important than waiting for us to send them bottles to test because that one will be more time consuming and also the yield will be very low. So uh, while waiting for tests, uh, do not go to gatherings and, 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 and see friends or avoid activities. Earlier, a top medical expert warned that the virus is spreading at its fastest pace yet in Hong Kong. The dean of Hong Kong University's Faculty of Medicine, Gabriel Lang, said the reproductive number of the virus has risen to nearly four, meaning that every infected person can now be expected to pass the virus on to almost four more people. He's also alarmed at a large number of infections with no known sources of infection. We have already entered Hong Kong's first sustained local outbreak. Uh, Whereas in March, most of our cases had been imported. So I think there is a key difference there. And I think that over the next one or two weeks, we really need to reapply some of the suppression measures that we have successfully deployed previously to control the outbreak. Concerns are mounting about the safety of the book fair, given the rise in coronavirus cases. The Trade Development Council, which organizes the fair, says it's discussing contingency plans with stakeholders and will make an announcement as early as possible. A concern group says some 160 exhibitors have threatened to pull out, and the bus company KMB has pulled out, citing safety concerns. The chief executive Carrie Lam says households in public estates which are known to have COVID-19 cases will get 50 disposable face masks from the government. She says tenants at the Shui Chun O estate in Sha Tin already got the consignment earlier today. Mrs. Lam wrote on social media that people will also get hand sanitizer and the Home Affairs Bureau is asking community groups to give vulnerable people extra masks. Another prominent expert, microbiologist Yun Kwok-yong, says he believes Hong Kong can get the current virus surge under control only if people stop eating out and wear masks in public. The financial secretary, Paul Chan, is warning that the surge in coronavirus cases has added more uncertainty to Hong Kong's path to economic recovery. Candice Wong reports. Writing in his blog, the secretary says he was originally hoping for a rise in domestic spending over the summer since the pandemic is stopping people from travelling, but now the spike in infections means people would go out and spend less. And although that will affect Hong Kong's path to economic recovery, Mr Chen believes some people would turn to online shopping and stresses that restrictions can be relaxed again once the pandemic situation improves. 
Meanwhile, the Chief Secretary Matthew Jiang says the ASEAN government, as well as that of Guangdong and Macau, are now reviewing a planned pilot scheme for a quarantine-free travel area to see if and when it can go ahead. This so-called health code program would allow people in the three areas to travel freely across the border so long as they have recently tested negative for coronavirus. But Mr Jiang says with the spike in infections, local authorities will first focus their energy on how to mitigate the spread of the virus in the local community. China has raised its flood response alert to the second highest grade as downpours continue to batter regions along the Yangtze River. State media reported that the eastern provinces of Jiangsu and Jiangxi are among the worst hit. Water levels at Lake Poyang and Jiangxi are reportedly at their highest ever, and thousands of soldiers have been bolstering the banks to keep them from bursting. RTHK, the time is now 5 minutes past 11. Organizers of the pro-democracy camps primary say more than 580,000 people took part in electronic voting this weekend to pick candidates for September's LegCo elections, despite a government warning that their participation could be illegal. Damon Pang has more. Organizers had set a target of 170,000, but almost 229,000 cast a ballot on the first day alone. The aim of the exercise was to try to maximize the camp's chances in September's LegCo polls, despite fears that some of those topping the primaries could end up be disqualified from the actual elections. Some would-be candidates said the high turnout sent a strong signal to the world that Hong Kongers won't give up their fight for freedom and democracy. Last week, Constitutional Affairs Minister Eric Tsang warned that anyone involved in the primaries, from the organizers to the voters, could be in breach of the national security law, a claim dismissed by the pro-democracy camp. The Australian government has said it will offer around 10,000 people with a Hong Kong passport living in Australia a chance to apply for permanent residence once once their uh, visas expire. Earlier this week, their visas were extended from two to five years in response to China's new Hong Kong security law. The BBC's Catherine Davis reports. Australia is offering what the acting immigration minister described as an easier, though not guaranteed, pathway to permanent residency. The government believes pro-democracy supporters in Hong Kong are at a greater risk of indiscriminate arrest under the new security law. Canberra's decision has been condemned by Beijing and relations are already strained. To sports now, and all eyes are on tonight's North London derby between Arsenal and Tottenham Hotspur. Former Porto and South Africa striker Benny McCarthy believes his old manager Jose Mourinho is no longer an elite coach. Mourinho will be on the sidelines for his first derby as Tottenham manager, with his team 10 points outside the Champions League places. He ain't the same than what he was before. He used to just walk into any dressing room and players, you know exactly what's what's demanded of you, what's expected from you. And you go out there and you do it. And he knew exactly what to say to players and when to say it. And, and it looks like that magic is gone. We can't go on about what he's done before. It's you you got to look at the track record now. Here's Spurs boss Jose Mourinho. The thing that keeps me strong and optimistic and 200% loyal to the club and to the, to the project is to know that the club wants to improve. And that's the biggest motivation that we can, that we can have. Next season is going to be different than this one. 
And a short time ago, in the game between Aston Villa and Crystal Palace, Aston Villa were 2-0 ahead. In other games, Watford beat Newcastle 2-1 with captain Troy Deeney scoring both goals from the penalty spot. Burnley ended Premier League champions Liverpool's 100% home record, drawing one all. Manchester City beat Brighton 5-0 to guarantee a second-place finish in the Premier League. And Sheffield United's hopes of playing European football next season were given a boost with the 3-0 victory over Chelsea at Bramall Lane. Norwich City have become the first team to be relegated from the Premier League. They were beaten 4-0 at home by West Ham, with Hammersford and Mikhail Antonio scoring all four. Here's the Canaries boss, Daniel Fark. First of all, we were unbelievably disappointed uh, because, of course, we were greedy uh, to work on our next miracle. I can remember uh, the time when I came here. We needed uh, to develop young players and, and to sell some young players in order to keep this club uh, going. Then the second uh, season, so no one expected anything, but we were able to create a miracle. So we promoted totally unexpected, with an unbelievable young group of, of players to the, with a record season, with winning the championship title. Of course, we were greedy to, to add the third miracle in a row and against all odds uh, to be there and to stay in this league. And... Yeah, we're not able to do this, and for that, of course, we are disappointed. In cricket, the test between England and the West Indies at Southampton is on a knife edge. A short time ago, the tourists were 143 for four on the final day, needing 57 runs to win. This is the opening match in a three-tests-behind-closed-doors series that marks the return of international cricket from the coronavirus lockdown. And to end the news, the top stories again. Hong Kong's COVID-19 outbreak continues to grow, with 38 more cases and an expert warning it's spreading even faster. The spike in cases raises fears about the book fair in three days time with some exhibitors threatening to pull out and organizers of the weekend primary say more than 580,000 people took part the news from rthk in our newsroom thanks to ben Che. we'll have more headlines at midnight Hour two of Sunday Lights. You're very welcome. Kevin Lewis through until two. More this hour from our featured album, Tony Momrell. First of all, this from 1998, Luke. As I lie and watch the moon Over the grey sea Shake it. I write a 
to give thanks with a song and a raise of my hands for all the things you've done for me. You were there. 